Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for August 28th, 2020. The topic this time is Off With Their Heads, A Few Good Reasons to Deadhead Flowers. I see, said the queen, who had meanwhile been examining the roses. Off with their heads. Lewis Carroll, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, 1865. Here, the Queen of Hearts is not demanding that the roses be beheaded, but her unfortunate gardeners, three playing cards who had been busily painting the white roses red when the queen arrived. Alice rescues the cards by hiding them in a flower pot, and the queen moves on with her entourage to play an odd game of croquet, in which the balls are hedgehogs and the mallets are flamingos. But it's not long before the hot headed queen turns her passionate fury on her fellow croquet players, stamping about and shouting off with his head or off with her head about once in a minute. Clearly, the Queen of Hearts is in sore need of anger management and self control. For the past few weeks, I've been urging gardeners to practice self control by leaving faded flowers undisturbed in order to harvest seeds from their seed heads or pods, provide food for foraging birds, and to simply appreciate the beauty of garden senescence. On the other hand, there are a few good reasons for gardeners to deadhead flowers, particularly at this time of year. Many herbaceous perennials in my garden respond to deadheading by producing more flowers, so I say off with their heads to add more color during the late summer and early fall. My perennial rebloomers include Shasta daisy, Jupiter's beard, tick seed or coreopsis, yarrow, balloon flower, Purple coneflower or echinacea, globe thistle, golden marguerite, columbine, pinks, and dahlias. My rose hybrids also rebloom if I continue to cut off their spent flowers. Besides those in my garden, there are many other reblooming perennials that benefit from deadheading. Fine Gardening provides an extensive list at www.finegardening.com. Keep in mind that healthy, unstressed plants are more likely to send out another flush of flowers. Rebloomers may appreciate some fresh compost or compost tea to replenish the soil with energizing nutrients. Although many annuals are self cleaning, some bloom better with regular off heading. These include cosmos, geranium, heliotrope, Pot marigold, African marigold, petunia, snapdragon, and zinnia. In addition, there are a few plants in my garden that need to be deadheaded before the flowers set seeds. These plants are prolific self seeders and will soon take over my garden if I'm not careful. They include Brazilian verbena, goldenrod, gara, and mints. Oftentimes, it's the plants with clusters or plumes of very small individual flowers that produce thousands of tiny seeds. These are the ones to deadhead in order to control seed dispersal. Spent flowers and stems should be deadheaded just above a lateral flower or leaf, such as with roses and shasta daisies, or if there are no lateral flowers or leaves, all the way down to the base of the plant, as with pinks. For plants that produce spikes that flower bottom to top, such as foxglove, lupin, and delphinium, deadhead when about 70% of the spike has bloomed.
Don't forget to add your cuttings to the compost pile so they will be utilized in an ongoing cycle of garden senescence and renewal. Additionally, flowers on vegetable plants should be removed within the next few weeks in order to focus the plant's energy on ripening existing fruit. These include flowers on tomato, pepper, eggplant, squash, pumpkin, and melon plants. The problem with the Queen of Hearts was that she only had the one response to everything. In gardening, there are a few good reasons for deadheading flowers, and other times, off with their heads is not the right card to play. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening!